brought to you by Nacha. Hello, and welcome to Payment Smartcast, Nacha's podcast channel, featuring discussions of interest to the payments community. I'm Dan Roth, Senior Director of Communications at Nacha. Today, we're joined by Ben Nemton. Ben is the number one New York Times bestselling author of What Do You Want to Do Before You Die? and a star of MTV's highest rated show ever on iTunes and Amazon called The Buried Life. His bucket list journal is a best-selling tool to increase positivity, productivity, mindfulness, wellness, and happiness. Ben will be the opening keynote speaker at Smarter Faster Payments, which will take place April 16th to 19th in Las Vegas. This keynote is graciously sponsored by Visa. So Ben, tell us the story of how you came up with the Bucket List Journal. Well, so I started my Bucket List Journey about 15 plus years ago when I was in university with a couple of friends, really because I felt unfulfilled. In fact, I was actually quite depressed. I dropped out of school because of this depression. I was on the national rugby team. I got dropped from the national rugby team because I just couldn't go to, to practice. So I was really crippled by this depression. And what one of the things I changed alongside probably the most important thing, which was talking with the therapist, was um, writing down a list of things that I really wanted to do. And that was the first time in my life that I'd done that because I realized I was actually living for other people. And I was living um, the dream, quote unquote, but it wasn't my dream. And so I I, I made a list of all the things I'd, I'd always wanted to do with some friends. And we set out for a two-week road trip in 2006 to accomplish these things. And we actually decided to help other people accomplish their dreams as well. Now, this two-week road trip ended up lasting a decade. <laughs> and the list items that we thought were completely impossible, um, they all started to slowly uh, fall off the list. And so what I realized was that these things that I actually thought would never happen, they happened. And I started to, to question, well, why don't more people go after their dreams. And, and because I don't think it's as hard as we think. And I started to look at the research and I found that the biggest regret we have as human beings on our deathbed is not living for me. So we live for other people or we live the life that we think other people want for us, which is exactly what I was doing when I was in university. And so I was very curious to find out why this was the main regret. And there's really three main reasons. Number one, it's fear. It's fear of what other people think or fear of failure that stops us from living out these personal passions or dreams or bucket list items. The second is there's no deadlines for these personal goals. So we think we have all this time, but what we don't realize is that time moves very quickly. And, and so we need to create accountability around these, these, these goals. And the third is that we're usually waiting to feel inspired to go after these things. Uh, when in reality, we've got to create our own inspiration through action. So I developed the bucket list journal to overcome those three barriers, to create accountability, create inspiration through action, and to move through fear, and also create a form, a framework for people to write their list so that it's not just adventure and travel. Because when I used to think about a bucket list, I thought skydive, travel to Europe, you know, adventure and travel, bungee jump. But my definition has broadened since then. So it's really, it, 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 it reflects all 10 categories of your life. So in the bucket list journal, you write your list in your adventure and travel goals. You write your list that includes relationship goals, creative goals, physical health goals, mental health goals, 
um, and all 10 categories of your life. How do you want to give back? So that was really the, the beginning of the journal started unintentionally when we started on this road trip. And then I started to really understand the research, sort of the, the reality of that most people do not do these things. And I believe they're incredibly important. So I know I am guilty of creating lists sometimes, it, usually in my head, sometimes even writing them down. Mm-hmm. But how did you go from creating that list on the piece of paper, which I think many of us have done, to actually doing those items that were on the list? Well, the simple answer is accountability. You know, I had three other friends that pushed me to do it. I would never have done any of this if I was on my own. And so when I didn't feel like doing insert any list item, my three friends would push me to do it. Um, and, 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 that, and that drove me forward. So I, I think the, the power of accountability cannot be understated. I think it's the most important piece. So whether you are planning a trip with a friend, whether you're training for a marathon with a friend, whether you're simply enrolling someone in your life and saying, hey, listen, I'm going to write this book that I've been trying to write for the last 10 years that I know I have in me. And I'm going to send you an update every month with what I've done. And you'll increase your chances by 77% just by saying, sending regular updates to an accountability buddy. So that is the reason, reason why by sharing your list item with people around you. So they know that you are doing this and that, you know, that it's important to you. So not only will they keep you accountable, but they'll support you. You want to, you want to, you want to surround yourself with people that lift you up and, and push you towards those things in your life that are important to you versus people that are going to take the wind out of your sails. So surrounding yourself with people that inspire you, choosing accountability partners and sticking to that, breaking your, your, your goal down into very simple, easy, digestible steps so that you're not trying to just hit a home run. You're just, you're, you have to create your own momentum, right? Ritual says mood follows action. So just start the process and your inspiration will will follow. Well, and looking back on the experiences and especially the friends who were with you along the way, what items from the bucket list journal now stand out most for you today? Well, one of the biggest moonshots was to play basketball with President Obama at the White House. And that was something that I never thought was going to happen. I really did not. We wrote it down almost as a, as a joke. You know, we laughed when we wrote it down. And three years later, we were shooting hoops with Obama at the White House. And he actually surprised us on the basketball courts, you know, and totally took us by surprise. And we had failed so many times. In fact, the trip to the White House to, 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 to be at the courts was really a consolation prize because they felt bad for us because we had been pestering them for so long to play basketball with Obama. And we got so many official rejections that they said, well, you know what, why don't you just come to the White House and we'll give you a tour and we'll show you the courts. And, and while we we're on the courts, he surprised us. So that was meaningful because here was a list item that I thought was never going to happen, was completely impossible. And then I was actually seeing it happen with my own two eyes. And so I had no choice but to believe that anything was possible. And I think that anyone has the ability to prove to themselves that they are capable of doing things that they do not think they are that they can. And I think the more you do that, 
the more that changes your your belief system as to what is possible and you approach challenges from the mindset of not can i do this but do i want to do it is this something that aligns with who i am and is this going to fuel my authentic self you know my true self is this is this aligned with who with with who i want to be because uh, i know i can do it it's just going to take a lot of work and then you you you'd make decisions from that point because i realized this whole journey has taught me the importance of being true to yourself coming back to that initial depression when i was in university it was because i wasn't being true to myself i was i was living for other people you know and 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 what i was not expressing was this creative expression that i that i was burying and this whole project is named after the poem called The Buried Life, which was written 150 years ago, which talks about how the day-to-day -day buries what you truly want to be and the, 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 the importance of following your true original course. And, and that's what this all boils down to, is coming back to who you truly are in a world that pulls you away from that. Because when you are who you truly are, you're more powerful, you make a bigger impact, you can show up for those around you in a, in a greater way. And more importantly, you're happier, right? And so a bucket list is a list of all the things that make you feel more alive, that make you feel more like yourself, that give you energy. And that is what we're trying to do here is fuel our true self because that allows us to serve others, right? And, and so really it's an energy exchange that we're that we're looking for we're looking for purpose in our work we're looking for purpose outside of work and all of those things fuel us to be who we truly are and so i i think that that's really what the, the distinction is you're not you're not almost so much using your head to to write your list you're using your heart you're using your gut you're following feelings what what are these things that that excite me when i think about it what are these things that make me feel more like myself, give me energy, make me feel more alive. Well, and as you go back to the place where you were in a place of depression many years ago to where you are now as a published author who have done incredible things, including playing basketball with the president of the United States, what would you tell our audience are the greatest lessons that you pulled from the experiences of putting together the Bucket List Journal? I think one is just that you're never going to feel ready. You're never going to feel like it's the right time. You just have to start. And that starts with writing it down. And the next step is sharing it, talking about it with people, asking for help. You don't have to do it on your own. And all of those steps are outlined in the journal. I just don't think it's as hard as we convince ourselves that it is. And we pretend and we tell ourselves that other people that have accomplished great things are smarter than us, that they're better than us. And the truth is, they're just the same. They start in the same place. It's brick by brick. And you're looking at them after they've built their foundation over many years, right? So you just got to start somewhere. And the truth is, a year from now, you're going to wish you started today. So just start today. Put in the call. Book the trip take that first step, ask for help. And a year from now, you'll be surprised with what you've accomplished. 
So one final question. You have talked a lot about this journey, but it hasn't been the journey alone that you have done this with. It sounds like an amazing group of people. So tell me more about these friends that you've had these experiences with. So they, you know, it's funny, they weren't really great friends when we started. We, I, The four of us, um, well, two of them are brothers, so they knew each other quite well. But, you know, I didn't know any of the three guys. Um, and, 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 and what we had in common was this desire to do something. We all felt buried. We all felt unfulfilled in some way. And these three three guys really inspired me to push myself to, 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 to grow and to do these things that I'd always wanted to do. And I think that I made this conscious decision um, coming out of the depression to try and only surround myself with people that inspired me really out of necessity and because I felt so low. And I realized that some people gave me energy and some people drew energy from me. And this was me starting to understand what that what I just mentioned, which was some of the people made me feel more like myself and some people made me feel suppressed. And depression, another the, the root word for depression as you know Gabar Mate talks about this is is feeling suppressed, right? So again, I don't want to confuse the, the 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 fact that the most important thing that I did to come out of my depression was talk with a professional. But I also want to mention that when I've hit lows in my life and I fit a, hit a few depressions since university, it's because in part, a big part of my life, I have not been authentic to myself, whether that's I've been focusing on an area of my life, like my job that I didn't love, or I was in a relationship where I didn't feel like I could be the full expression of myself, or you know, some part of me was suppressed. And so when I when I when when I actively choose to surround myself with people that inspire me that make me feel more like myself, life starts to happen for me. And so I think that that's the real secret is that this magic happens when you start to be true to yourself and follow your gut and follow your instincts and not minimize those things in your life that are important to you. Sometimes we just say say to ourselves, you know, it's not important. Yeah, I, I I know I've got this lunch with my friends, but look, the family the family needs me, or you know I've got this class that I want to do, but I can do it next week. Those little things are so important. That's the only way you're going to be able to be able to serve the people around you, um, and and it doesn't need to be a road trip the last ten years, right? Like it doesn't need to be two months. It just Maybe it's one trip a year that you carve out for yourself. It's just for you. Maybe it's, you know, identifying the, the people in your life that you really love, that you're starting to, um, that, that those relationships are starting to fade away because you haven't actively invested in them. And maybe you might regret not reaching out to those people and making a bigger um, effort if, if they suddenly die tomorrow, right? So those are the things that I think are important and that, get swept under under the rug and ultimately get buried by the day-to-day. 
Well, Ben, I want to thank you. I know I'm inspired, uh, and you've talked about the power of connection, the power of accountability, and the power of actually doing the things that we promised ourselves on some level that we would do. So I know I'm looking forward to hearing more from you in payments in Las Vegas in April, and I just want to thank you again for joining us for this edition of Payments Farcast. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to see everyone in Vegas, and uh, appreciate you having me on. Excellent.